Good morning. Hey. You are holy, so holy. You are holy, God. We adore you. We adore you. Spend a moment and reflect this holy week. Can you reflect with me? Jesus. My Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus. Think about all that we've talked about this week. He's a mighty God. Oh, gee. My God. My God, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Do you spend time reflecting on Jesus? Do you just spend time with him? I don't know about you, but there are times where I, I feel totally dysfunctional. When I don't meditate on him, when I don't meditate on his word. I don't know about your desire, but I I, I, I want to be a tree, like a tree planted by the rivers of water. 
just so that I could bear fruit. I dare you at times, especially this week, to turn off everything. Turn off whomever is whispering in your ear. Turn off your friendships. And turn on Jesus. Pure silence. is like loud thunder to God. Because at that time, there is nothing that interferes with listening to that still small voice called the Holy Spirit. Listen. There's nothing in the way. If you don't spend that type of time with God, I want to encourage you to begin to do so. You'd be surprised at what you hear. You'll be surprised at what God will show you. God. Well, Let's pray. Father God, Lord Jesus, as we go into our study for the third day of the week, Wednesday, as we're studying Holy Week, Lord, we're asking that life's lessons still be prevalent in your teaching for us. For God, we desire not only to know your word, but we desire to live it. Completely. Whatever it is, God, that we should hear from you, God, we're asking you to speak through us so clearly. We know that you do, God, but it is just us whose our ears are just clogged, Jesus. Help us to get the sound through. Help us to hear your word. Help us to step into the emotions and the feelings that you experience on a daily basis. As you look at us in love, help us to feel that and not just talk about it. Lord, bless your people who are on today, everybody, from Laquita to Angel. Every name in between, Penny and Miss Moore, Ski. Bossy Lady, Penny, Kimberly, Terry, Kate, Joshua, Michael, Henrietta, Karen, LaShawn, everybody. We need a blessing from you. Speak through my lips, Lord Jesus. As I speak life into your people. <laughs> In Jesus' mighty name. Mighty name. 
we pray. Amen. On this Holy Wednesday of Holy Week, give God praise. Give him something. Tell him you love him by pressing your hearts, that you desire to live for him as you remember back and enter into the scenes, into the moments that led up to our opportunity today to be able to live for him. That opportunity was lost. But God came back and got it again. <laughs> Lord, I'll never forget. I see you, Kimberly. I love it. I trust you, Lord. I do. I see you, Kimberly. I see you, Terry. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm coming. I'm trying to get it together. Just <laughs> trying to get it together. Today in Holy Week was that day that many would have said, no, you didn't. You have really got your nerves. What the world? What? We've talked about it. Jesus had already gone through so much stuff already. He already knew that at the end of the week it was coming. He knew that he was dying. He knew that. Yesterday we had, we learned that Jesus had to deal with all of these smart mouths people questioning him, trying to give him a hard time. Just before that, man, days before that, they were throwing out palms and showing love to him. He was walking in a moment where he felt good. They threw a party for him. It's almost like being in front of folks and entertaining them, giving them a good show, and they'd say boo and throw tomatoes at you. They just really just... Someone had washed his feet with her hair. And now it's on Wednesday. It seems like as day goes by, he had to tear up the temple because they tore that precious temple into a, 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 a business place where money was, was just all over the place. Like I, I, the only way I can think of explaining it is like a Las Vegas disrespect. And the church got tore that down, 
days were getting worse. This was the highlight of his moment for being here. The only reason Jesus came here as a person for, it was for, for these moments of events that were occurring right now. The pain was real, Penny. The disappointment was just off the hinges of what he was seeing. He didn't have to be here. But Kim and Dre and Erica, he loved us so much. God loves us so much, even after all that we have done wrong. All the things that he has witnessed us do. All of it, everything we do, God sees it. We hurt God in his faith. But he loves us so much. That he was willing to endure this week. And today I know had to be one of the hardest days. Someone that he loved. Someone that he cared about. Someone that he chose to be in his circle of people. Betrayed him. Yet God knew it was coming because he was in the flesh. When it came, he felt the pain that comes with it. Flesh hates to be portrayed. Done wrong. After all that I have done for you, have any of you been there? After all that you have done for someone, those feelings that go with betrayal, It hurts. And on this day of Holy Week, Jesus felt that type of pain. He knows what it feels like to be deliberately done wrong. After all that has been done for you. Jesus, Judas didn't care about the, the events that led up to that moment. He didn't care what God had done for him. He didn't care everything that God had taught him. He didn't care that, that God had done that for him. Not on this Wednesday. Have you met people that have that type of character? People around them go out of their way for them. And because they're so stuck in their selves, they don't see it. They'll portray you in a minute. They'll talk about you behind your back in a minute. They'll try to tear you down in a minute. They'll walk away from you and desert you in a minute. This is Wednesday. This is Judas.
God reminds us that there is always one. This is what this story reminds us. There is always one. If it was done with Jesus, don't think for a second that it wouldn't be done with us. It is always that one. And that's what this Wednesday of Holy Week is about. Jesus now, he done, from yesterday, he dealt with those people and they just, disrespectful tongue, to go to sleep and wake up to this. praying for you, Kim. Turn your Bibles to Matthew 26. That's where we're coming from. No, you didn't, Judas. Holy Week Wednesday. When Jesus had finished all these words he said to his disciples you know that after two days the Passover is coming and the Son of Man is to be handed over for crucifixion Jesus was telling the, 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 the disciples I'm about to leave here they're about to kill me They're about to destroy me. After all that I have done for them, this is what's going to happen. Disciples, I love you enough. I'm trying to prepare your mind. I'm, I'm trying to get you ready. Because I know there's going to be someone who's going to deny me. I know there's going to be someone who's going to betray me. And I know that it's about to happen. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you all ahead of time. This is what he was doing. Then the chief priest and the elders of the people were gathered together in the court of the high priest named Caiaphas. And they plotted together to seize Jesus by stealth and kill him. The people were planning to destroy Jesus, an innocent man because they were into themselves. People will try and destroy even you all, even me. As much as we have done, because they are into themselves, the lessons of Jesus, are same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Why is that? Because God wants us to truly be able to feel what he felt on this Wednesday. This is what it felt like. 
just as when how you felt when it was done to you. This is what it feels like. Jesus wants us to know even now, now that it's switched, I understand how you feel because I have been there. I have given my life, my everything. So I know how you feel. Isn't it amazing that God loves us that much? Well, he reminds us that our feelings is not something that he has not experienced. I came just so that I can feel it like you feel it and you feel it like I feel it. So they plotted together, number four, to seize Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they were saying, not during the festival, otherwise a riot might occur among the people. So these people were planning behind Jesus' back to destroy him. That's a warning, church. Be aware of who's behind your back. And understand that spiritual warfare is for real. Witchcraft is for real. That voodoo stuff is for real. Everybody's not for you, Madeline. Hey. How are you? It's the character of the deceiver. This is what Jesus was dealing with on this Wednesday. Could it have gotten any worse? It hurts more when you're hurt for sleeping with the enemy. When someone that's close to you has turned their back on you. It hurts more then. Jesus is showing here the epitome of understanding that type of pain that we go through. In our relationships, when one cheats on us, to us, it's a huge deal. We cry. We feel lost. God wants us to know that I understand. That's how I felt on that Wednesday. Can we appreciate Jesus' pain for us? He's God. He's king. He could have been with us at the right hand of his father. But not on this Wednesday. He was still in the purpose that he had put for himself. I'm not changing my mind. I love these people. I love Madeline that much. I love Kimberly and Penny that much and Shay that much that I'm going to stay here and I'm going to take it. I'm going to allow my creation to kill me. Wow. Number six. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, and keep in mind, when you were a leper, people wasn't around you. They considered you unclean. <laughs> what was Jesus doing? Think about him. There's no big eyes, no little U's. 
I love you in spite of your infirmities. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon the leper, a woman came to him with an alabaster veil, a very costly perfume. That perfume is called Sparknard. She came to him with a very costly perfume, and she poured it on his head as he declined at the table. There was somebody there who felt his pain. She believed everything that he was telling the people. I'm about to die. I'm about to leave here. And this woman came with spikenard, a very expensive perfume put inside of an alabaster box. Alabaster itself. And as God, as Jesus reclined at the table, she poured it out on his hair. She was acting out the act of value that Judas has, should have done, but did not. The value was coming from her heart and not from money that hangs out in a pocket or a sachet. She was anointing Jesus with reciprocated love by her act. She was pouring out what to many was so valuable. But in her not caring about the number of value, she was expressing the value of Jesus's life. And she poured it on this Wednesday. Number eight, but the disciples were indignant. When they saw this, they said, why this waste? They were unable to see themselves. The value of Jesus over the oil. And we're talking about the people that were with him everywhere he went. They saw the things that he did. But they saw that oil as a waste being poured on genuine life-size for real Jesus and got rude about it. Yet they saw Jesus. They still didn't see him completely. Because if they had, they would have been running home, getting everything valuable that they had and poured theirs on him too. That lady, that woman saw it. Jesus is worth more than this sparknard. She is worth more than this alabaster box. Jesus is worth more than that. She saw where the value of Jesus was on this Wednesday. But the disciples, number eight, were indignant when they saw this and said, why this waste? For this perfume might have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. Did they forget 
that Jesus put an ear back on folk? Did they forget that Jesus made blind eyes see? Did they forget that he parted the Red Sea? Did they forget that he closed the lion's mouth and the lion's den? Did they forget that the bush didn't burn and Moses was in front of it? Did they forget that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego yet in the fire did not burn? Did they forget that God helped the woman that was bent over in the temple? Did they forget that he fed 5,000 with a little tuna shower? Did they forget He turned water to wine. Did they forget? He had a donkey speak. Did they forget the power of Samson? Did they forget how God saved Noah? Did they forget how he brought the slaves out of Egypt? Did they forget? And the disciples were indignant when they saw this and they said, why this waste? For this perfume might have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you bothering this lady? He said, why are you bothering this woman? He said, for she has done a good deed and she did it to me. In other words, what are you doing right now? <laughs> this woman has went and gotten something so precious to her. And she doing this to me. Why are you hating? Why are you envious? Why are you jealous? Why are you giving this woman a hard time? This really should be something that you should be doing. I'm telling you that I'm going to be gone in a few days. And what are you doing? This is what Jesus has to face. Why do you bother this woman? For she has done a good deed to me. For you always have the poor here with you. But you don't always have me. It's like, come on now, I'm leaving here. Do you realize that some of us do more for our family members after a doctor told us they have three months, four months, six months, a year? We began to serve them more than we serve Jesus. Why is that? Try to take them all over the world, around the world, and give them everything that they've ever wanted, and there, and there, and there. But when it comes to Jesus, we only have a little bit of time. Aha, Father, and God, never be that name, that kingdom come. Amen. Or Sunday morning for an hour or two. This lady was emptying everything she had of value. She didn't go in there looking for no Crisco. She looked for something that had value because my Jesus is more than that. Have you put Jesus on that pedestal? For when she poured the perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. He was reminding him again, it's going down. This lady is preparing me for burial. In other words, this lady's faith in what I'm saying is for real right now. <laughs> she wants to make sure that if I'm going to die, I'm going to smell good. 
If I'm going to die, I've already been anointed by something that she put her heart into. Come on. Truly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be spoken of in memory of her. In other words, God says what she is doing is so precious to me. It means so much to me. Not because she's pouring something that's expensive on me, but she's pouring her heart out to me. She's listening to me. When I tell her that I'm leaving in a few days, she's listening to me. That means her faith is rooted in what I'm saying. She ain't playing. And then to kick off his Wednesday, to make things even worse, go down to the 14th verse of the 26th chapter. Then one of the 12 named Judas Iscariot, and please don't ever name your kid Judas, please. <laughs> then one of the 12 named Judas Iscariot went to the chief's priest and said, what are you willing to give me to betray him to you? At that moment, Judas was feeling like he was in control. He was feeling like he was on his high seat. What you going to give me if I portray Jesus? What you got for me? What I got in this? Showed you where his faith lied. Showed what he was really made of. Because if you're, if you're around someone that much, acting like you love him, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And at the drop of a hat, you can turn your back. You can say things to folk that shouldn't be said. You're willing to tear him down told what Judas was really made of. Are some of you like that? Burning bridges. This was the beginning of Judas burning a bridge right here. What you gonna give me? What do you have? Listen to this. What do you have that you can give me that's more valuable than Jesus is to me right now? What can you give me? Jesus' life right now to Judas meant nothing because I, 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 you got something that means more to me, something more valuable to me. If he knew that Jesus was preparing or he knew he just didn't listen, that God was preparing to pay the price for people like him, he might have thought different. Makes you wonder if he really, really believed everything God was, Jesus was saying to them right then and there, right in his face. Makes you wonder if he thought Jesus' miracles were real. Makes you think, doesn't it? Because, baby, if you believe what you see and know that it is real and you believe what the Lord says, 
You would never portray. For what? Because the fear of God would be in you. Judas was showing what he was made of. He was a tragic example of a lost opportunity. Just imagine how Judas's life would have turned out if he would have not betrayed Jesus on this Wednesday. God wants us to be able to discern the Judases in our lives versus the Peters in our lives. Judas had a bad heart, man. Peter, he denied him three days, but he was just having a bad day. But Judas had a bad heart. He was trading Jesus in for some change. On this Wednesday, could it have gotten any worse? Then one of the 12 named Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, what are you willing to give me to portray him to you? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver to him. That wasn't even no more valuable than the perfume. The perfume was more valuable than this 30 pieces of silver. Turning Jesus in for a little bit of chump change. Shows the chump heart that he had. He was a chump, man. To do that to Jesus, to portray Jesus, to burn that bridge, to talk about him, bring him down, train him in, and send him to be killed. What kind of person was that? Has anybody on here been betraying anybody? Have you? Pretending like you love them. Pretend like you want to be around them. Pretend like you they friend. For whatever you think you're going to get. And when you finally look and see that what you are looking for is not in man but, but in God, then you portray. God says, I see you, and I know your tactics. I knew your tactics all these years ago because I'm telling you there. And said, what are you willing to give me to betray him to you? And they weighed out 30 pieces of silver to him. From then on, he began looking for a good opportunity to betray God. I love that part. It says he began looking. There are people that look for stuff in your life to hurt you. How many of you know if you look hard enough, you'll find it? Stevie Wonder can find a dime in the middle of the desert if he looked for it. Make it up. Judas started looking for the perfect opportunity, come on, to portray Jesus. He was looking for the perfect moment where he could hide. Let me tell you, he was a coward. He couldn't, he wasn't, he didn't have what it takes to go straight forward and do it. He was a coward. He looked for a sneaky way to do it, looked for a way out. A weak man 
I want to come up with a way that I can do it real slick. Because I got me some 30 pieces of silver. Woo! People look for reasons not to be in your life, too. They look for reasons, Charmaine, to, to, Charmaine, to tear you down, too. They don't have to have a reason. They'll find one. Just because they flesh. You meet people that just don't like you. Because you don't play along with their game. But I, I don't want to look bad right here. I don't want I don't want people to see that it's me. So I'll look for a way to portray. This was Judas. He didn't want nobody to see that it was him. He wanted to be the righteous disciple. I want everybody to see me. But no. Your heart was twisted and entangled in yourself. You were running amok inside yourself. That's what Judas was doing. He was allowing an extra party to be a part of the game, Satan himself. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, this is number 17. The disciple came to Jesus and asked, where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he said, go into the city and to a certain man. Certain means common, not real rich, not real poor, just a regular old man. And say to him, the teacher says, my time is near. I am to keep the Passover at your house with my disciples and the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and they prepared for the Passover. This Wednesday for Jesus was one of disappointment. He knew what Judas was doing. <laughs> Judas also knew that Jesus knew what he, you know how I know that? Because he was at the table when Jesus said, somebody's going to betray me. He had already done it. Spoken and started planning it. Come on. He had a choice right then and there. Say, you know what? He done pegged me out. He done saw. He done already done said it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I. He made a choice to get it, to not get it right at that moment. Wasn't Jesus still showing love? One of you are going to betray me. One of you is going to deny me. That one person is sitting right here at this table, putting his same hand in the, in the bread basket with me. So Judas knew that Jesus knew. But G Judas made a choice to do it anyway. And how dare he use the most passionate gift that God gave to man, which is a kiss to turn him in. Y'all better be careful of the Judases that are in your life. Because Judas used a kiss 
and turned in our God. What will people that are around you do? Why was Judas hanging around Jesus in the first place? What was his motive, one would ask? What are the motives for the people who are the Judases in your life that are hanging around? What are they trying to get from you? What is it that you have that they want? Well, they're willing to pretend to have your back when they really don't. That's it for today. Y'all got to pray for me because going over this story makes me mad at you. <laughs> How dare him? And I'm all of these years later. Can you imagine how Jesus felt? One part of him flesh and knowing what Judas is doing and the other side still. Jesus, but I'm going to love you like never before. I'm still going to die. I'm still going to die for the Judases in my life. For those who sin against me still, I'm going to die. At least they'll have the opportunity. <laughs> there is no God on earth that has done that or will do that. God bless you guys. Please remember this Wednesday. And I'll see you tomorrow. We're going to find out what happened on Thursday of Holy Week. If you've got to fast, do it. If you've got to pray more, do it. God's going to honor your desire to remember him. God bless you. Take care. <laughs>